And welcome to Epic Loot Radio. I'm your host, Brian. And in today's show for March 2023, we're going to dive into a lot of the development around the upcoming MMOs, as well as some developments within the existing ones. There's a lot to really cover, uh, but today's show, we're going to focus in on Blue Protocol, Throne and Liberty, New World, Diablo 4, and then we're going to conclude with our Throne and Liberty comments section. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. If you do, like, sub, share, all of that, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. Welcome in and thanks so much for being here. Now, before we dive into the gaming side of it, just a couple of notes for those of you. Today's music, uh, this podcast uh, music has been updated. That's music by Casper. He did a great job uh, with the new theme song. Hopefully you guys enjoy. We're going to be trying to refresh this podcast a little bit. Right now, we've been rolling it out about once a month. Ideally, I like to kind of pick up the pace with podcasts for your listening overall enjoyment. I really enjoy the podcast itself, and I've been working on coordinating behind the scenes about a couple of different things. Also, YouTube is making a couple of changes that might be for the positive overall. So just keep it locked here. I've been talking about it, uh, you know, and on Twitter and things like that. But overall, like the podcast playlist seems to be an interesting thing. Seems like they want to add in RSS feeds, which could mean that I could actually have one place to host the show and have it then push out everywhere as opposed to the multiple places that I have the host of the show on YouTube and on Podbean, etc. So that's going to be interesting. We'll see what ends up shaking out with that. And uh, but yeah, that's all I really want to talk about today. And uh, at the start, it in terms of just podcasting news and notes. But let's talk about it. Blue Protocol yesterday. If you didn't see over on uh, Blue Protocol Central, where you live reacted to the latest network test developments beyond that. They shared that what we're going to be able to experience this weekend in the upcoming network test. Now, I have confirmed that my account has not been removed from the network test. Some people were reporting that they were in, but now aren't. I went and verified that that was the case. They did ask me a couple additional questions, so you might have to do something at the end of the day. If you guys want to play in the network test, you have to be looking like you're coming from Japan. Uh, and so I use ExpressVPN. They're not sponsoring me. They're not paying me to say anything, but I do have an affiliate link and it is in the description, I believe. Uh, and if you guys want to support the channel, you don't actually, you know, if you want a, v a VPN, that's a great place to check out. Um, if you just want to support me, just occasionally just pop down in there, take a look at my affiliate links. It's a, it's a good way of, you know, I guess getting that level of engagement without you having to spend a dime. So I guess I appreciate all that. So my goal for this weekend is to be able to play some Blue Protocol. They showed some new zones, gorgeous, absolutely breathtaking zones. And they're going to let us level up to level 20, finish one chapter of the story, which I will be skipping story. It's going to be in Japanese anyway, but I don't want to ruin or end up spoiling anything for anybody. Uh, and then trying to play around with the five different classes. Uh, a lot of speculation is about when we'll start to see classes roll out, but we know for a fact they're launching with five. At least in Japan, we do not have release dates for the rest of the world, but they said that after the network test, that's when we're going to start getting in more detail about all of this so just keep it locked uh to this channel to this podcast to uh, blue protocol central for more information 
about the network test this weekend, more information about my thoughts and more after playing Blue Protocol this weekend. So I'm very excited about it. Can't wait to share more with you guys. So we'll explore it over on uh, Blue Protocol Central for you. Now, Throne in Liberty has been ridiculously quiet. Rumors and speculation abound. You're always going to see like a couple of Reddit posts here and a couple of tweets here about some insider information. And it's kind of hard to verify, but looks like the Korean and Amazon, you know, teams are coordinating uh, their round of marketing. And we're going to shift into April and I would venture to bet that's when we're going to start to see the marketing push lean into it. One of two things is going to be true. Either the game's going to be good or the game's not going to be good. Like that is going to be the way it is. Now from there, you're going to have people who like it or don't like it. So that has no reflection on whether the game is good or bad. It's just a reflection on people's preferences. However, um, I'm actually in the camp and I've been in the camp for a long time of knowing as little as we can about a game, especially if it's good and then kicking on marketing. We've seen things like Ashes of Creation right now having the the longest marketing campaign ever and that's not going to be a net positive as soon as it becomes tangible that's really where i think gamers start to get excited but what you're seeing is you're, you're kind of burning a lot of that excitement early for a lot of people um and i don't know if that's going to be good or bad ultimately we're going to have to let see how that pans out and shakes out for everybody um i just would like to see more information about Throne of Liberty. Still so much speculation, um, but it's fun to talk about. It's fun to look at the video footage. It's fun to be excited about. And let's not, you know, beat around the bush. Like hype is a good thing. Hype is something that helps drive funding and, and all kinds of aspects of gaming, but hype isn't real. And so never look at like hype numbers as your real engagement numbers. That's just, just what hype does. It's a drug. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but if you think of it as real, like if you look at hype numbers and then you're like, oh no, we've, you know, this game's lost, you know, 50, 60, 70% of its population. And then use that to further try to drive down the population. I mean, that's just not real. And that's also not fair, like in terms of the development. But again, it's all going to fall down into whether it's a good game or a bad game. And I, for one, am very excited to check it out. And I can't wait to be able to deliver you guys more information. They they say that it's targeting first half of this year. But in June, like there are some big hitters. There's some big titles coming out in June. And my personal vote is like if, you know, if they're rather than rush it early, like if it's ready, you know, go ahead and, and step out, you know, and, and, and do your thing. But you know, at some point, like after people have gotten that high of Diablo 4 and it's been about a month and you've, you know, done the things that you've wanted to do, it's always kind of nice to have something being ready to pick that up rather than like, oh man, there's so much to do, all these different games to play and you kind of forget about it. Because again, hype is a hell of a drug and, you know, don't don't sleep on it for this, uh, for this discussion. New World this week uh, had to unfortunately delay their seasonal update, their uh, season one. Now, rumors and speculation at the time of this recording is it's for March the 30th, which to me is actually, if they were able to get it out this week and without any issues, that's good. That means they got a nasty bug. The team went all in. They got it found. They got it fixed. They got it delivered. And they're able to launch the game, uh, the launch the update without a massive amount of problems. That's the key. <laughs> that's the key thing. Every New World player that you know especially the ones that really love it not the ones that just like to try and meme on it but the newer players who are just like oh man like you're always just kind of rooting for them you want them to have a good you know release and we're wanting to see that like we really haven't seen that yet every release has always kind of been married to some other kind of like bug 
And I'm hoping that this release, that this bug is the bug that they would have had to fix after the fact. And rather than have to deal with it and deal with the consequences of it and have to like, well, yeah, new update, new bug. Hopefully this is the case. However, like I don't have a lot of confidence that that's all going to be the case. I'm sure we're going to see little bugs, but it's it's the critical bugs. It's the ones that have to shut down the economy. It's the ones that really have to turn off certain things in the game. Um, that I think, you know, is what we could do without. So if they, they, you know, if season one launches and none of that and just a handful of little bugs that they're going to hot fix, then I think that's going to be uh, the, the way. That's going to be something that we can finally start to cheer and that's going to help build momentum into season two and then into the expansion this fall. So for New World in and of itself, I'm really excited this week. I hope that they're able to get it. If it takes longer than that, that's all of a sudden when you start stacking up against Throne of Liberty news, Blue Protocol news, et cetera. Like you want to get your marketing you want to sit here and be able to, in a way, the the how I view AGS and what they're trying to do with these MMOs is really focusing it on trying to also dominate the news cycle. Imagine having every couple of weeks, you know, a different AGS game property, getting an update, being in the news, and then constantly that cycle, being able to go from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And it doesn't matter. And then in AGS's case, it doesn't matter if you play Blue Protocol, Throne of Liberty, Lost Ark, New World, you know, the other things they're working on, you know, Tomb Raider, they're going to have you as a part of one of their properties, uh, you know, for a, a good chunk of the year and then ideally getting you back in that reoccurring revenue, uh, which is the model uh, that it seems like it's going for. And that's why it makes sense that there's going to be a battle pass, which is what the New World devs talked about before they even launched the game. So uh, I'm excited to see this drop. I can't wait to see how it goes hands on. I provided feedback because of this week. We also saw Wayfinder coming in uh, with their battle pass. And with that battle pass, having it to where it doesn't expire, but you can only purchase it during the season. I think that it's probably going to be the right level of FOMO that they're going to lean into because, you know, we can't, we can't get FOMO zero. Like the FOMO zero is not a, a real thing like that's that's you know that's just as uh you know delusional as anything else but we can reduce FOMO and I think essentially being able to purchase a season during a season and then perhaps bringing it back as a part of a bundle or you know pack or something like that down the road does drive people to go ahead and purchase the season when it's here because you can keep it and I think that's the key thing you buy the season you should be able to keep the season and then essentially going forward uh, they can always either bring those back in, in special promotions or special packs or you know, special editions of the game, uh, things like that. And then you give the player, you know, the power, you get the player to set their schedule. And I think that's what we need. And that's what we need more in gaming. And that's where I'm both excited for Blue Protocol, you know, in terms of that, because we know they're going to have a battle pass. Like everything's going to have a battle pass. Like that's, that is what is happening. And that's, there's going to be battle pass fatigue for freaking sure. And so in of itself, you don't want to sit here and start to jeopardize your own, you know, infrastructure here. So this feedback is going to be really interesting and critical to see how it pans out, what the overall is, especially with Wayfinder's case. Uh, I know for myself, like uh, even if I'm not actively grinding within Wayfinder, when it, the, you know, I think it, early access kicks off in May, um, you know, I'm going to be making sure I'm picking up those passes 100%, you know, just so that whenever I sit down to go and say, yep, time to go play some Wayfinder, I, I have a lot of stuff that I can work through and level through, and that's going to feel really good as opposed to feeling pressured to work to level it amongst the other things that I might want to play or, you know, at times a thing. My, you know, me and my wife are having our kid uh, here at the end of April, and so that's going to be uh, the case, and so I know I'm going to be busy. So I'm going to be trying to knock out the season one for New World as quickly as possible, so that way it's not hanging over my head. 
And that's unfortunate that I have to have that kind of strategy. And so that's the feedback that I'm providing to all these games with their battle passes, uh, hands down, 100% for sure. Now, the last thing I want to talk to you guys today about before we dump, uh, dump, before we jump into the Throne of Liberty, um, you know, comment section, uh, in this case, as Diablo 4. Got to play it a lot this weekend. I got to level 20, got my puppy, you know, Glamour Unlock. I, that was really kind of the driving factor. I did want to hit that, but I didn't like obviously feeling that level of pressure. I was able to get it to run on Steam Deck for a little while. Um, I ran into a couple of issues, so I didn't end up putting out a, a guide. I will look to see if I can't get that updated as the tools and the technology improves because Diablo 4 is freaking great on Steam Deck. That's actually going to make it so much easier. Any game that can run on GeForce Now Steam Deck in this case uh, is going to be a huge benefit to me as a gamer, just having that level of flexibility. I think when you get hit a certain point in like your career and your day job and all these different things, having a level of flexibility uh, is important. It's important. And that's what those technologies give me. And so uh, I, I love it on a handheld. I love that it's cross play, cross save. I love that I was able to continue on Xbox. So it's nice to be able to kind of kick back and mind, mindlessly grind uh, when necessary. Um, I wish I was able to go hands-on with more of the classes. Uh, you know, having played, uh, you know, Druid back at uh, the BlizzCon, I really was like really looking forward to doing that, but I had to hit 20 and uh, and I and that was kind of the goal. And so once I did that, then it was, it was late and I was like, all right, but it's fun. Uh, Barbarian feels really kind of slow and weak. Uh, it's because I was able to play a sorceress and I was like, oh, now it's going to all depend and see how it feels. Obviously a level 20, like not 20, a level 50, a level cap when, uh, you know, you start getting the Paragon levels, you start getting in all these different unlocks and additional power. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out in the long run, uh, see how it feels at, uh, at the quote unquote end game. And, uh, and that's going to be great. And, uh, all, all it does, like one of the things I really enjoyed outside of a few rubber banding issues is. Yeah, it's Diablo 4. Like, it feels really good. I can't wait to see how it how it feels on live. Uh, but just like with that, with the Battle Pass, that Season Pass, etc., that, that's going to be something that adds a little extra stress to me. So I don't see myself purchasely purchasing those uh, unless they decide to go with that. You buy it, you own it, you equip it. And maybe even if you only buy it during the season, then I think that's going to be the way. And then I'd be fine to collect any additional, you know, uh, bounties, bount you know, Battle Passes, etc., um, so that's just going to be how, how it feels. And I'm sure that added pressure is, you know, not going to necessarily feel the best, uh, in each and every way, but that is kind of the highlights of, of it. Now we're going to jump into the comments section and go dive, uh, deep dive into that. So hopefully you guys enjoy that section. Thanks for joining me as well. I'm hoping to be rolling these out a little bit more frequently. Uh, if you guys have topics that you want to make sure that this covers, also I'm working on doing a couple of things with other content creators where, you know, instead of doing like a full hour one-on-one -on -one show, like, you know, Hey, let's talk about this topic and kind of just, you know, putting down together a podcast that really kind of has a lot of different things for you to hopefully listen to and enjoy one way or shape or form. Um, on that note, guys, thank you so much. Let's dive into the comments section. And hopefully, uh, if you guys haven't subscribed, uh, you know, leave a rating on podcasts, uh, do all that good stuff and then engage with it in some way, uh, as it's a great way of helping, uh, this content because it's a little bit different from what I've been doing. Uh, and hopefully you guys enjoy. I'm listening. I'm looking forward to your feedback. I'm listening to that as well. Um, but yeah, comment section coming right up. Hello everyone. And welcome back to the comment section where I do a deep dive in the thoughts that you guys are sharing in the comments of my videos. But beyond that, Throne and Liberty, we're all kind of in this waiting room for news on the game. So if you're coming here for hopeful breaking information, 
You're going to have to wait a little bit longer, just like the rest of us. These are discussion-oriented videos based off of various different topics and, and themes. And the focus, you know, usually in this case, focusing in on Throne of Liberty. I have another one that should be coming out here in a couple days about how you guys plan to fix Final Fantasy XIV. That's a real banger. I hope you guys look forward to that video. But honestly, I think the best way to enjoy these videos is grab a like hot cup of coffee or tea or whatever your you know preferential beverage might be kick back relax and we're just kind of walk about the house on um, these people tend to seem to enjoy these very much uh kind of as a mini kind of podcast so anyway thanks guys for being here let's get started with your comments shalem and hopefully i'm not butchering the names mac manis says have any games dripped info so slowly to be close to the first half of the year release date been and been successful? Well, <laughs> honestly, I think this is a great uh, question. I, I, here's where this goes. It goes in one of two ways, right? So the first thing in this case, if the game is successful, if it is everything that we could possibly hope and want it to be, every period like that is happening right now is gonna be completely forgotten. We'll call it back in 10 years. Like, man, remember when they said the first half of the year and you know we had to wait a little bit longer? You know, like that was a time and then all the new people are going to be like, what? Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, that like that seems so crazy, but it's irrelevant, right? Like once the news drops, once you go hands on with it, once there's real impressions, you enter into kind of almost a predisposed or kind of a, a set of agreements, a set of content, a, a whole structure that we could start calling it out by now. There's going to be the hype. There's going to be the guides. Then there's going to be the grind and the content. There's going to be people sharing their opinions. I bet even someone's going to wonder or say the game's pay to win. Even if it is, even if it isn't, it doesn't matter. Then ultimately it's all going to shake out and the community is going to be formed and established. And like all MMO communities, they're going to be kind of tribal because they're not the top dog because no MMO outside of World of Warcraft has launched and done that. People are going to wonder if this is going to be the game to do it. They're going to wonder about the next game that comes out that's announced to do it. Again, guys, like I said, we've we've been here before. The rodeo is not new. On the other hand, if the game isn't a success, if it comes out and it really struggles, people are going to point back to this time right now. As I told you so, look, the signs were all there. So there's no wrong kind of approach here because you're not screwed either way that's why you'll see a lot of people come out about any game it doesn't have to be thrown in liberty and just trash it because if the game is you know is good people generally forget about that oh that was that guy who who trashed it typical youtuber right but if he's right he gets to go and claim or she or equal opportunity here uh they get to go and claim that uh oh look i was i told you guys i saw the signs i don't know i find a lot of this personally kind of funny uh maybe because i'm i'm just kind of in the thick of it from time to time and uh and so that's just kind of how I, I view it this is, unfortunately is kind of the the hardest part about it sometimes when you want to have more information and it just kind of keeps dripping out slowly i can't wait to share more information with you like i was telling everybody that amazon had the publishing deal well before it was announced and, uh, you know, that's just because I, I sometimes know things <laughs> and and my sources like to remain private so I can keep them as sources. But in this case, I don't 
like have intimate details. I haven't played the game yet. And I'm looking forward to you guys, just like, you know, as a fan, as somebody who wants to learn about this game, because the things they put on paper, the things they shown off in video, honestly are interesting. I cannot wait to see how this works in a live game. And that's where the rubber hits the road. That's where with like Ashes of Creation, Ashes of Creation keeps coming up into controversy and frustration because the more real it becomes, the more it rubs against, it hits a wall against people's expectations that they built up in their minds. That's why the right MMO is currently top tier MMO quality because we know literally nothing about it. Throne of Liberty, a lot of interest. We wanna know what this game's all about. People are breaking down the videos. It's an exciting time. At some point, this is gonna become corporeal. I think that's the right word, or if it's not the opposite of corporeal. One way, you guys can let me know in the comments uh, what, what I mean by that. And then you're gonna to have to be you know faced with a choice. Do you wanna spend your time here? Do you not? So many questions and we're gonna to get to them. So let's keep going down the list of your comments. Manny Alley says, I don't think it's going to be an action combat. All skills shown so far seem static and normal attacks like swinging a sword around is the only thing I've seen that you can do while moving. This is all based off of the footage that's been given to us. And also, didn't NCSoft confirm it is TAM targeting? What's interesting about this, I'm just gonna take a little sip of my tea. Keep the, the vocal cords warmed up for y'all. No, uh, what's interesting about this is I've seen this go both ways. Like, in terms of what they've said, and especially the presses, they say action RPG. However, I'm with you, I've looked at the footage. Honestly, I kind of fall into the grounds that this is kind of a hybrid, that especially when it comes down to it, when it comes to accessibility, I wonder if they'll just say like, yeah, it's an action game, or you can play it like a tab target. We don't care. You know, it's like, that's going to be something that's going to be interesting to see. That's tying right back into the first question. We really don't have too much hands on, you know, takes on that. And I think that's going to be one of the most interesting things. Beyond monetization, which is a general fear based off of the, you know, I guess, location where this is being developed out of, out of South Korea. Outside of that, like, I think combat are kind of two of the titular. I don't know why I got into YouTube, guys. <laughs> Let's let this dyslexic ginger talk for a while and see what he messes up. Um, tic 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 I don't know. I almost uh, said it was a bad word. But uh, anyway, so in that case, like, I, from the written stuff, it says one thing. From the camera and the and the gameplay stuff, it's that's also all cut up. So as soon as we, I cannot wait till we can have this settled. I'm gonna honestly, and it, it feels kind of like I'm trying to straddle some kind of fence, but honestly, I've been thinking this whole time that hybrid seems to kind of make the most sense, being that it's gonna be running and streaming to your phone, not running on your phone, but streaming to it, being that you can you know play it with a controller. Like I think it's gonna blend that line interestingly enough and, and it'd be interesting to see if it blends it line that line based off of player choice thus giving you the player the best experience for yourself but again we will maybe know soon enough like the uh so if you guys haven't seen actually i, I didn't cover this as a news video but play you know uh throne of liberty like that's a real website registered by amazon i'm sure that's going to be launching here in the near future as soon as it does, I'll be spending some time with it and with you guys. So let's continue on. Triumph says, "What? this was so relaxing and refreshing to watch. I'm glad I found your channel. Thank you, Algorithm. Sarah following it up with a, with, a, with extra compliments saying, I hit that like button. Dislike button is definitely broken. So thank you guys for supporting the content of the Algorithm. 
by doing so, it's a way that YouTube figures out maybe other people want to hang out here and listen and uh, to a gamer talk. So <laughs> if you're new guys around here, my name is Brian. Welcome to the channel. Hopefully you're enjoying yourself, but let's continue on. Charles M writes, pay to win equals power advantage. Anyone who says anything other than that should go to their employer and say, booze, I don't believe in pay to win. So I'm here uh, for 40 hours a week for free because this is what I believe. So this is in reference obviously to pay to win. My personal stance on it is anything that you can swipe your credit card and beat me. Like you get a sort of ungodly godliness and it's a one hit kill against me. And the only way for me to defend against that is to swipe my card. I feel, I think that is the general consensus, but we're on the internet and the internet is a peculiar place, right? I never thought like I did this on a, a video on my blue protocol channel that I would need to come out as like somebody who's like, yeah, like being a pedophile, isn't a good thing. You know, like let's stop that. Stop doing that stuff. And, uh, you know, but it's the internet, right? There's, there's a corner of the internet for everybody. So being as a dad, I'm like, no, let's not sexualize kids. I never thought I'd have to like pick a side in this regards, but there we go. Right. So just like that, just like this pay to win. Like, I think that's a term that gets just thrown around just every which way from Sunday, everybody's just dropping it on any possible thing. And this is where I'm going to lose some of you. And it's been nice having you here. Thank you. But a part of me just wants to say, like, I feel like there's a part of me that I'm all for companies making money. I'm all for doing, having them do that in an ethical and, you know, a moral, you know, like however we want to slice that process, something that is not predatory, that it does, especially doesn't take advantage of children. I think as a job as my parent is to educate my kids on this, but the true story is there's a lot of parents out there who are barely making it. They're barely getting by. There's not a lot of empathy I see practiced on the internet and that's a real downside to me. So I usually try to take the approach of trying to educate parents. Now, again, these are parents who might be working two or three jobs who are just trying to get by and sometimes the tablet, sometimes whatever, you know, the device, the screen can get them just a couple of minutes just so that they can regroup and refocus. I'm not judging the parents for doing so. I sometimes whip out the tablet. I sometimes will hand the kid the switch just to have a moment so that I can gather my thoughts, right? Parenting is hard. So that all being said, like I can get it. I'm not condemning the parents because a lot of people are like, oh, lazy parents, you know, they should police their kids. But there's a reality that there's stuff out there that we don't want to expose our kids to. Gambling is a big thing for me. I know some gamblers. Like, these are things that I am I'm against. I'm against. I, I don't, it doesn't affect me personally. But if the game, if any game does these things, I will educate you on that. And I think that you as a gamer, as an adult, if you're not adult, this isn't really content for you, but... Uh, you know, as an adult have the, the, you should have the hopeful wherewithal to make that decision. If you suck with money, like get help, like seriously, like you can have an incredible life, 
but no one's going to just come in handy like millions and millions of dollars. But in your lifetime, you will make millions and millions, even if you're making 30 or $40,000 a year. The question is, is what are you going to do with that money? So that all being said, games are designed. They are kind of like a relationship. Some people take it to the next level. So that's a big preamble to sit here and say, I think a lot of gamers throw a lot of fits online because it's cheap and easy to do so. I don't know if that resonates with you. If it does, trust me, you, like just take a step back, look in the mirror. Like you are a good human being. You can figure this shit out. But a lot of people throw a lot of tantrums online and they don't mean anything. They, they don't even add up to anything because for the, for the voices that condemn me for my... I would say very nuanced approach when it comes to monetization games. Like they're, they're very loud voices that do that. The vast majority of people are going to spend that $5 on the game because they work a hard day like me. Like I, I don't, I'm not a full-time content creator. I honestly don't ever want to be, I do appreciate the subs and all that stuff because that gives me opportunities to kind of try to bring you better content. But one of the reasons why I like that I'm a software dev, the one of the reasons why I like I have a family and do all these things is because like I literally am right there with you guys. I don't have 40 hours a day, not that, you know, that'd be a miracle, but you know, to play these games like the big streamer. So I feel like I can bring you guys a real sense of the, the way it really is and not the way that you see it presented in the content online. So that all being said, I, I can't fix that. I can only just try and encourage the tantrums because <laughs> I deal with those with the kids. Like in my, in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, someone's just literally like throwing a fit. They're just throwing themselves down on the floor and they say, I don't want to give this company any money. It should all be free. I, I th like, there's no middle ground <laughs> with those people. And I can only just kind of have pity and try to have empathy for them because I know life is hard. I know sometimes like I've been broke, like, completely broke i've had my house like you know sunk six inches on one side it cost me like i didn't have the money like it's just like it was just an unbelievable nightmare it was it was horrid and uh you know life will find ways to kick you in the balls you know from time to time and you know and so i i have empathy for that but at the same time i i don't have to see it and i'm not going to put up with it so all right guys this has been parenting and and tax advice uh hour Let's go ahead and get into some more comments. Prometheus, is this game going to be on mobile? Well, kind of. Prometheus, it does not uh, run on mobile like native, but it will be streamable to mobile. And being that Amazon's also publishing this game, I'm going to also venture to bet that it's on GeForce Now. If you guys don't know what GeForce Now is, they do not sponsor me, but I freaking love that service. GeForce Now is... The only weakness it has is that it, it takes your library, your Steam library, whatever library, and puts it in the cloud. So you can play on your computer, play on the cloud. You can Steam link it over, you know, you can Steam link to your PC, but GeForce Now is so convenient. I love it, I love it, I love it. I pay for the upgraded membership, so I have the 4080 in the cloud, and it's gorgeous. New World runs great on it. I'm looking forward to doing all my Amazon games on that. It's interesting enough, they have the Luma system, and I do still hope they keep supporting GeForce Now and Lumen, do all that kind of stuff. So yes, kind of it's on mobile, but it's not a mobile game. But in terms of that, like just being able to kind of pop in and maybe do a few things, that could be really cool. Like we've seen PAX Day talk about that in terms of cloud native. 
I think that could be pretty cool in terms of accessing your online self and store, not having to sit down for a big play session. All right, moving on. Uh, Mikamu John says, Asmongold says this game's going to be pay to win KR game. Like every KR MMOs, do, do, so do we boycott bad game design and weird lolly characters and pay for convenient features? Donk shit of a game dead on arrival. Lamo. This kind of ties back to the first, you know, kind of thing. If it is, people are going to like, some people are going to like it. A lot of people will, you know, kind of hit, get that hit, that initial hit, and then be like, all right, it's not for me. Um, and it's an easy call to make. There's a track record, right? not a guaranteed call to make because there's also counter you know arguments you know i would say guild wars 2 big counter to that if they go more in that guild wars 2 monetization model you could have like a legitimate hit you get that battle pass rocking and rolling so you kind of have that you know every quarter or whatever ideally quarter um you know kind of flow and yes i get it i hear you you might be tired of battle passes but ultimately that ends up just kind of acting as this optional sub so that when you're in the game, you can dive into it. And when you're taking a break from the game, maybe you're not missing much. I think it's not a perfect system. I do want to say that I think battle passes should be equipable so that you could purchase past battle passes and grind on them if you're like really in it. And then that way you can always kind of come to the game and play whenever. But that's a little bit of a nuance, you know, discussion probably well beyond this as this, these videos tend to run long. So we can explore that in more detail if you guys want. Just sound off with your ideas about how battle passes should work. And we'll see if we can't do a follow-up video to this one. As you guys seem to really like these videos. And so I really am quite pleased. They make It makes it fun to film and sit down. But we're almost done. Got two more comments for you. So let's go ahead and go. Barry Morgan says... Your take on manipulating the economy and ganking people is their fun. But what about the other people's fun? Seems their kind of fun takes priority because it destroys other people's experience for good. And it's not a quick fix once it happens. It never ends. Game is then populated by a few thousand. Enjoy your fun. It is the dev's best interest to make a healthy playing environment to keep healthy players who fun is actually playing the game and respecting other people versus being the demon spawns. Uh, shots or sh yeah, shots follows us up. Albion counters the ganking argument best. A solo player gets ganked by a group of gankers. Then the group of gankers will die to a small scale fight group or large scale fight Zerg. This is where we get into the philosophy and the, you know, epitome, whatever we want to say in this case. What is an MMO? Is it a living, breathing, virtualized world? People call those metaverses now. But MMOs, when they first came out, were the first original metaverse. They existed in this virtual world that you played with not so many rules. And you kind of made up your own fun and economies were created. Economy, I think, is a big key component. I think what I call asynchronous multiplayer. And not everybody wants that. And it's okay that those people don't play the game. Here's the kicker, though. How do we get enough people? and a good enough game where these things can be both true and sustainable. And that in and of itself, we haven't seen. So the current operation data theory is that people talk a big game, but when they show up with the wallets, it doesn't match up. Talk is cheap. It's very cheap, especially on the internet. It costs me very little to sit down and record on this mic. 
but also shout out to Jack, the editor for helping making these videos just look and sound magnificent. Uh, you know, and, uh, you guys liking these videos is a great way of helping me <laughs> support Jack in our, in our mission here to make the best internet content for y'all. So talk for me is cheap, but at the end of the day, like there, there is a cost to doing YouTube. Um, but yeah, like that's one of the things like I, I want that freedom in a game. I want that place that you can step into and it, you have to get over that fear of getting together with other people. But at the same time, sometimes I don't want that. And that either means that the game either needs to give me those options or there's the risk you're going to go play another game. This is kind of a hard position to be in for MMOs. And I think the solution, honestly, is to grow the player base. I look at the numbers and I know a lot of people, they have their MMO. I see them in the comments. This is the best or that's the best, you know, and MMOs are tribal. And I think that's also due to the subscription nature, but I think that can change with quality games, fair monetization and next generation technology. I don't think MMOs might become the be all end all Fortnite came out and has reset the playing field. But I think there is the opportunity to pick up more gamers. The reason that's important is I'm not getting any younger. If anybody out there is getting any younger, I mean, you're hiding your secret pretty dead come well, but actually one of the jokes that I've been working on, I'm trying to work on my stand up. I want to have a whole bit where it's like, Everything just alludes to the fact that because I'm ginger, there's, you know, some people are like, oh, you're soulless. So you're like a vampire, like a day walk, you know, like I can't go out in the sun, um, which I really shouldn't because, you know, I've had skin cancer. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> so um, who knows? Maybe you'll see that over on my comedy channel. If you made it all the way here and you haven't subbed to the comedy channel, Ginger Prime Comedy, I've posted a couple of things over there. Uh, they're doing really well. A lot of really good feedback. Not safe for work. Enjoy, please. If you go and uh, and check that out, I'll try to include a link if I so remember. Um, the, uh, the the concept here though is I want it to be true. I think the the hard work comes from growing the base, bringing more people in and in and in. And I honestly just wonder sometimes like I think the best ends up solution ends up being a flagging system because I think people are going to want the ability to turn that off. Like I don't really feel like PVP today. I get it. I talk to, I, I like doing PVE. I like doing PVP. I'm kind of that, you know, I like doing it both. Um, but also I'm a person with limited time. The other option is that you have to create systems that are justice based, right? If somebody wrongs you in game, there needs to be a system of justice so that it doesn't necessarily always feel like a part of ruining the part of the fun is trying to ruin other people's experiences. And that takes a lot of effort and I'm all for it. A hundred percent. If they can if a game has a down pat, if we have the, the epitome, the city on the hill, this is what we need. Let's go for it. I'm all in on that. Let's give it a shot. And that's why I want to encourage more of these games to do more of these experiments because it's good for the genre. The genre has been plagued in my personal opinion by a monetization structure that locks people in. And because of that, and because of that lock-in and not being able to support other games in the genre, 
good ideas aren't competing you kind of end up you know it's kind of more defensive like i'm defending my game don't change it because i might not like that change as opposed to like oh my gosh this game is doing this really cool thing and the whole genre gets better that's my hope for the future that's where i see the next the golden age the new golden age of mmos being uh you know born <laughs> so to speak anyway guys if you made it all the way here uh at the end of this video uh you are truly legends sound off in the comments below um saying that i'm legend uh 25 minute club i'm assuming that's where we're at in terms of the time and i really appreciate you for hanging out with me this long hopefully you got something good from this video and hopefully i will see you in the next video as well but guys uh, until then i hope you guys have the best day ever and uh <laughs> if there's anything i can do for you just sound off and let me know and we'll try to make it happen anyway guys peace see you next time take care